until I was 30. A lot of, lot of turmoil in life, divorce, you know, in, in the uh, problems that can bring with your, your confidence as a man. But my real dependence started when in 2007, when I was diagnosed with cancer. I had uh, ocular melanoma, which is a, a tumor around my optic nerve. And of course, they had to remove everything. So I don't have a right eye. I'm blind on my right side. But God saw me through this. He, he was faithful. From surgery to being cancer-free was eight days. So, you know, it was, he was very gracious in not having to let me deal with all the anxiety of that. And it was done and move on. The next part of it was making the decision to move to Florida. We were in a, well-connected in a church in Charlotte, was serving, and also had um, friends, and we were established. But God called us to really think about moving to Florida. My wife got a job offer down here, and she did not want to go, but we did. And God has blessed us in so many ways. One of the very first things I did was attend Ironman, and what a blessing that's been. And then we go fast forward to 2020, just a, about a month ago, I uh, came down with COVID. Being 60 years old, I was, I was concerned, but I put that in God's hands as well. Just trust him. And I did, you know, I got through it. The only residual is that uh, for some reason, I've lost quite a bit of my hearing in my right ear. <laughs> I guess that's a thing. So, um, so now I'm blind in my right side. I can't hear on my right side. But there is a silver lining. If my wife gets grumpy with me, I just have to make sure I turn to the left. <laughs> Problem solved. So, <laughs> But anyway, what I really wanted to talk about this morning was just the, the realities of the last couple of weeks. And please hear me say, this is not going to be political. This is not has anything to do with where you stand in your ide ideology. What God has nudged me for is, here I am standing up here talking about trust, and I'm not trusting in him, you know, dealing with what we're dealing with. A little bit about me. I'm a patriot. I love this country. I love our Constitution and the freedoms that we have. I have so much admiration and respect for our police officers, first responders, our military. So... It was really hard, especially because you don't know where to get your information. There is so much corruption, so much insidiousness in the world we live today. So with that, God has really, this just last few days, responded in a huge way for me. Um, another confession. I've always been a little intimidated by the Old Testament. So I have not gone through the Old Testament. But I, I'm doing a, a chronological thing, and I'm getting pretty far into it now. And it's amazing how God uses certain passage or a text in the Bible to really just let us know that he's there and that he's in control. You know, I started thinking about our leaders in our country and just the corruption, and it's on both sides, let's be honest. But, you know, God has used evil kings, he's used righteous kings to accomplish his will. I mean, that's just, that's what he does. And today's no different. You know, I started thinking that in my 60 years, I've never seen a, a time in our country like this. But this has been going on since the fall of man. So God's got this, and I know that. So just a couple days ago, my wife and I were sitting doing our devotions and reading. And I want to read to you a passage. And it's really about kind of what I'm talking about here. So please bear with me while I find it and get my big print Bible. <laughs> All right, this comes from the book of Amos in the fifth chapter, starting with uh, verse number 10. They hate him who reproves in the gate, and they abhor him who speaks the truth. 
Therefore, as you trample on the poor and exact taxes of grain from him, you have built houses of hewn stone, but you shall not dwell in them. You have planted pleasant vineyards, and you shall not drink their wine. For I know how many transgressions you have, and they, how great your sins. You who afflict the righteous, who take a bribe, and turn aside the needy in the gate. Therefore, he who is prudent, this is one that really just really spoke to me. Therefore, he who is prudent will keep silent in such a time, for it is an evil time. Seek good, not evil, that you may live, so that the Lord, the God of hosts, will be with you. As you have said, hate evil, love good, and establish justice in the gate. It may be that the Lord, God of hosts, will be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. As I said earlier, that really spoke to me, knowing that God is trustworthy. We heard about that last week from Bob, that because he's trustworthy, we can trust him and with everything in our lives and especially what's going on in the country. And you know, I want to also, another thing that just affirmed that same day, and it's amazing that just all this has come to light with so much doubt and trepidation. So every time you affirm your trust in me, you put a coin in my treasury. Thus you build up equity in the preparation for days of trouble. I keep safely in my heart all trust invested in me with interest compounded continuously. The more you trust me, the more I empower you to do so. Practice trusting me during quiet days when nothing much seems to be happening. Then when storms come, your trust balance will be sufficient to see you through. Store up for yourself treasures in heaven through placing your trust in me. This practice will keep you in my peace. And that just washed over me, just absolutely calmed me. And even though none of us know what's going to happen with our next you know, set of leaders, we just don't know. There is so much, corruption is the only word that comes to mind. But part of the reason I got so sidetracked is I, I started listening to this set of, of media reports. Then I listened to this. There's no truth in it. They have an agenda. They want you to be frightened. They want you to be fearful. The only truth that we have right here, God's word. So trust in that. Trust that he is sovereign. And truth is the cornerstone and foundation of trust. Thank you very much. Nice job, Jamie. All right. If you're a first-timer, anybody first-timer over here, awesome. I'll come over to see you in just a second. We're actually going to sit right here, so stay right there. I'm glad that you're here, brother. We've got another first-timer right here, another first-timer right here, another first-timer right here. So, guys, would you guys welcome them real quick? Welcome. We won't make you stand up and sing or anything like that, so don't worry about that. That'd be all right, too, yeah. We did that for Joe, and he stood up here for like an hour singing. So, Joe, I'm glad to see you this morning, bro. Good to have you. Good to see you guys online as well. We've got a bunch of you guys. David Sanfilippo, thank you for leading the charge online. Appreciate you in that respect as well. All right, everybody got the questions? Table captains? Remember, it starts with you. Also, listen up. If you would type into your phone, get your phones out, go into Safari or whatever your internet browser is, type in ironmenofgod.com forward slash got your six. Six is spelled out. Everybody do it. Ready? Ironmenofgod.com forward slash got your six. G O T Y O U R S I X. Did that for you, Dale. 
Just teasing, bro. <laughs> He's farming. <laughs> All right. So Dave is going to come up for just a second. He's going to tell you what this is about. But this is a very unique opportunity for us to extend an invitation to every first responder that you interact with. All right. If you see a first responder at the gas pump, you can go up and say, hey. We've got something special that's coming up for you. And you go to ironmanofgod.com forward slash got your six. Dave, why don't you come up and talk about it for just a second? Thank you, David. appreciate that. So, guys, uh, God's been laying on my heart for the last year and a half, actually, to uh, graph something off of Ironman. I have a passion for law enforcement. Everybody knows that. And we all have a mission to go out and make disciples. So that's what Got Your Six is about. We started it here as a kind of a program to have everybody understand that we have your back. We're here with you when you're in times of trouble or times of distress. But certainly has been laying on my heart is that passion and first responder. As I've been going through in the last year or so, the schools and classes that the world is teaching me how to make everything better from social justice to emotional intelligence to everything else, I got to tell you, I come out with one thing and one thing only is that you're wrong. You're wrong. This isn't the answer. We know the answer is what? God, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's the way that we make things better. And that's how I've tried to live my life. So this is a direct answer to that. So what we're doing is we're going out and making disciples. And we're making disciples by encouraging law enforcement officers to do a couple things. We're creating some classes and challenges and Bible studies. Right off the bat, we're doing a 12-week Bible study with none other than uh, Dr. Charles Cooper, our friend. That's kicking off February 3rd. It's going for 12 weeks, two hours. 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. Um, so I want you guys to go out and you engage any first responder you see to say, hey, we got this great thing. And then the Revelation study is going to be geared around first responders. 